We're continuing the Navi class on Sefer Shemuel Aleph, the Navi podcast class. We're on the 13th chapter. The 13th chapter began with the announcement of Shaul's reign. He was in his reign one year and he reigned for two years after his one year uh, uh, coronation process. What we've, done about, what we've seen about Shaul so far was his, his anointment by Shemuel. And then his coronation by the people. But it was an incomplete coronation that was done at Mitzpah. And then the people, the Ammonite people, Nachash Ammoni, they went against the people of Yavesh Gil'ad and they started, they threatened to kill them. They said, give us some time. And they said, give us some time. In the meantime, Shaul hears about this. He gathers all of Am Yisrael and they defeat Nachash Ammoni. 3,000 people now. No, that was a bigger, that was 330,000 people. It was a big army. Uh-uh. Now by doing, by defeating Nachash Ammoni, Shaul shows that he was worthy of being king. He earned the trust of the people. So then they publicly coronated him. Chapter 12 shows um, Shemuel stepping down from his position and just warning the people about the nature of the kingship one last time. But after that battle of Nachash Ammoni, all the people came, jumped onto the Shaul bandwagon and that was the, the top, the peak of his, uh, of his kingship. Chapter 13 began with the beginning of Shaul's downfall. We know it's the beginning of Shaul's downfall because it announces his kingship. Uh, and it says that he was three years total of his kingship. So once it starts announcing us that this was the nature of his kingship, it seems like we're, we're past the, the prime of his kingship. And now we're talking about his demise. Okay, Shaul... He, choo- he chooses 3,000 people, and they're in Michmash, 2,000 of whom are with him, 1,000 are with Yonatan. And Yonatan attacks the representative uh, person of the Pelishtim. The, the tax guy, the guy yeah. who's there to collect the taxes. Now, what is that a symbol of? That's a symbol of War. rebellion. The Pelishtim now come against Am Yisrael, and they're getting ready to attack Am Yisrael. And now we are... We, we, um, we are reminded of something Shemuel had said to Shaul very, a very long time ago. Shemuel had told Shaul the morning after that meal that they had when he first met Shaul, when he first poured the oil on his head and told him that he's going to be a leader of Am Yisrael, when he told him about the signs, like the sign that people are going to give you bread and that you're going to go and see that band of new prophets and you're going to go and prophesy with them. He also told him that you're going to go to Gilgal and you're going to wait for me for seven days. But we said that's a cryptic thing because that didn't happen seven days from the time of their meeting. That was, we don't know what it was. What, what, like, uh, what, what is Shemuel even referencing there? Because we have no concept of, of what this time period of waiting at Gilgal is going to be. But now we know because Shaul is here at Gilgal and the, the Pelishtim were now encroaching upon him because Yonatan has just killed the representative of the Pelishtim. So now that the Pelishtim are encroaching, he's waiting for Shemuel to appear. Okay? And he's, now he remembers that he has to wait for seven days until Shemuel comes. The problem is that Shemuel does not appear. And it comes the seventh day, the people are starting to get scared, so they see the Pilishim are, are approaching. The people start to leave the battle, so Shaul's army is dwindling. At the same time, the Pilishim are encroaching, so Shaul feels pressure from both sides. Mm-hmm. Internally, he feels pressure from Am Israel, and externally from the Pilishim. What Shemuel said he's going to do was he's going to meet Shaul at Gilgal and he's going to bring Korbanot, Olot and Shalamim. So Shaul says, okay, Shemuel is not here. 
So I'm going to bring the Olot and Shalomim myself so I can pray to God on behalf of the battle and I'll go to battle without Shemuel. That's what Shaul ends up giving into. He does that and then Shemuel, after the Ola, before the Shalomim, Shemuel appears. So Shemuel in the nick of time comes and he says, Shaul, what are you doing? And Shaul says, the people were leaving and the army was encroaching and I had nothing to do so I gave in to my thing and I brought... And I realized that I had not prayed to God yet, so I gave in to my, my temptation, and I brought these korbanot, and I prayed to God. Um, so, uh, so this is your downfall. Right. So now we continue on Pasuk Yudgim. He says, you've acted foolishly, Shaul. You've not kept the, the law of Hashem your God. He said, for until now... God was going to maintain your kingship upon Am Yisrael forever. But now, your kingdom will not last. God is, is, going, is seeking someone more to his liking. And God will put him and command him and appoint him as a leader for Am Yisrael. Because you have not Listen to what Hashem has commanded you. In English, you. It's, it's in past tense. It said that Hashem sought a man already yeah. after his own heart, and he appointed him as ruler over his people. That's a literal translation, but none no. of that happened yet. I mean, it could be that it happened in the, the heavenly court, right? In the heavenly court, yeah. God seeked out someone. The second you violated your thing, God seeked out someone as a leader from Israel, and he appointed him already. So, Shaul, you've lost your place. Now, what's interesting... Is that we said we, when I was studying this with Mikey, we said something very interesting. What does this story remind you of? The story of Shemuel not appearing. Aaron and the Chita Egel. And there are a lot of, um, if you look in the book by Amnon Bazak and Shemuel, in the book of Shemuel Aleph by Amnon Bazak, you could see that there are a lot of parallels, psukim parallels. You could open them, you could see they're very interesting. Um, a lot of psukim are similar. So the stories are definitely very connected. And the idea is was Shaul doing something wrong by bringing this korban? In terms of the halakha of korbanot, is there any sur for a czar to bring korbanot, Mike? Yeah, for for the shakita, a czar is allowed to do it, but to bring the korban has to be kohen, right? But when does it not apply? Whenever you're allowed to do bamot. If you're allowed to do bamot, then a czar, a non-kohen, is allowed to bring korbanot. So according to the letter of the law, what Shaul did was was okay. Okay. However, he did it against the will of Shemuel, which was the will of God. Why was it against and the, the will of Shemuel? Because Shemuel told him to wait until I come, and then I will do the korbanot with you. And, uh-huh. and, and Shaul jumped the gun, and he did things on his own. Which signified that Shaul did not have enough emunah in Borei Olam to trust that the salvation would come from Borei Olam. Okay? Which tells you, and, and, and so then why is there a relationship between our thing and the Chita Egel? Tell you that a person who does a korban, that is not according to the will of God, even if he follows the letter of the law according to, according to the halakha, as if that is it. as if he's bringing a chayta egel. Meaning, meaning the, the idea isn't the, the chayta egel or the, the type of the korban, it's whether you're doing Ratzon Hashem or not. And sometimes not doing Ratzon Hashem, Hashem could, no, sometimes not doing Ratzon Hashem could look like Ratzon Hashem, but you're really not doing, you're not oh, doing the will God. of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So here, it looked like he was doing the will of God. He's praying to God, he's bringing a korban according to all the technicalities. But because he violated the will of Shemuel who told him to wait, it's as if he brings a chita egel. That's the message here. And the idea behind Shaul is that he has to learn 
And he does, he's, this is what he ultimately fails at. He fails at learning to completely subjugate him to God. And he th- sometimes does his own thing. And that's the problem. Tomorrow we'll continue the story. Baruch Amen. Amen. Amen.